Welcome to Learn Buddhism. I'm Alan Pito. With Halloween coming up, I thought it'd be fun to talk about something special in Buddhism. Hungry ghosts, or what we also call Prita in Buddhism. This is a realm of rebirth, but also a type of being. So we right now are in the human realm. This is the best realm for understanding the Buddhist teachings of Dharma, to being able to become enlightened and realize your natural state of nirvana. This is the best realm for that. But let's say when you pass away, you could be reborn in any type of realm. And one of those could be the hungry ghost realm, the Prita. Now, this is a very interesting realm because I think, and this is my opinion, you can look at this two ways. You can look at this as a realm that you could be reborn into, but I would like you to also kind of think about it in your human realm right now, your current existence. When I'm going to explain what these hungry ghosts look like and how they got there, you can almost relate it to stuff you're probably doing right now. So you can kind of look at how you're acting as being a hungry ghost also. Now, when we say hungry ghosts, you probably keyed in on the word ghosts right there. So ghosts are different than hungry ghosts. So the ghosts we have in our popular culture right now, apparition spirits, not the same thing as a hungry ghost inside the Buddhist terminology or tradition. Now, here's what they look like. And I'm going to give you the visual imagery first so you can kind of get this in your mind. And we'll kind of explain like how they got there. They look like a human being, but not really. Sometimes they could be really tall. They could be short, small. They have this almost like sunken skin, like a mummified. They have these pot bellies, distended bellies, long, thin necks. They got like this needle, thin mouth. So they just look miserable, just miserable. And there's many other ways to really describe them. That's just a few, but they're just miserable. And they live in the current space that we're in right now. So it's not like they're off somewhere else, right? They're actually kind of in our space right now, but we don't see them. Now, those who have a very advanced meditative mental ability are able to see them. And we can probably look back to the Buddha and to some of the enlightened followers, for example, in bodhisattvas. Yes, they, they can see them. But for us, we're usually not seeing them and we're usually not even aware they're around us in most cases. But that gives you the visual imagery of them, right? Now, let's talk about also how they got there. Why do they have that this distended belly? Why did they have those long necks, the little tiny mouths, right? Because basically they were miserable, greedy, mean, all these different unwholesome conditions and karmic activity they created in the human realm, for example, led them to this hungry ghost Prita realm. Now, think about it this way. Let's say they love to eat and they're greedy about that while other people starved around them or they're mean to their parents or they just craved all these consumer things like maybe designer handbags or money or something like that. So they're constantly cleaning and craving. But just like in our realm right now, that doesn't mean you're going to be fully satisfied. So inside, they were creating these karmic activities, these unwholesome karmic activities that led them to this realm. Now, that visual imagery I gave you, I think it probably makes a little sense now. They're constantly craving things, right? Whether that's food or something else, but they can't get it inside. Well, food's a good example. 
can't, can't drink. I can't eat as a hungry ghost enough to really satisfy myself. So it's just miserable. And everything else around me is also miserable too. For example, like maybe the, the sun in the middle of winter is probably burning me or vice versa. In the summer, the moonlight is, is, is burning me or too cold or something like that. It's just, the conditions are not right. They, as I mentioned, live in the space, same space as we do. So they also perceive things differently than we do. Let's say you and me are out for a walk. We come across a clean mountain river, just beautiful, right? We see it that way. They see it just filled with pus and dirt and feces and everything else flowing down. So even their perceptions of things are out of whack. And again, we could also relate that to how we perceive things also. So these hungry ghosts, this visual imagery, I think it's so rich and important to us because we could also relate that to the here and now right now. Maybe we're not feeling loved enough, so we create actions that are unwholesome in nature because we want to be loved or because we want things, because we think that makes us feel better. So we're constantly craving things to satisfy us, but we're not being satisfied. Now, in Buddhist tradition and culture, this is very popular, hungry ghosts. And what I mean by that is, we look at this as a way to show compassion. So these are really not beings to be feared per se, but they are to be pitied. And pitied because we have to show them compassion. They don't, they're not even aware, just like that example I gave you of the river. They don't even understand what's even going on with them. All they are just like this animalistic desire to crave, 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 and they just don't understand why they can't be satisfied. So you'll see in lots of Asian cultures, like hungry ghost festivals and different ceremonies and traditions and etc., where maybe food is given. And this is a very popular practice because you're giving food to all the hungry ghosts to try to help them and try to nourish them to the best of your ability. And also so that they're aware that they can hear the Buddhist teachings, the Dharma, so they can free themselves, so they can get out of that realm. So the realms of rebirth in Buddhism, they're not permanent existences. They, these are all temporary states. They may go on for a very long time, but they are just temporary. So as soon as you burn up whatever karmic activity that landed you in that particular realm, for example, the hungry ghost realm, then you will be reborn into another realm, hopefully a more wholesome one that conducive, like the human realm, towards realizing your true natural state in nirvana, ending the cycle of rebirth. Ultimately, what we want to do with all these ceremonies, services, traditions, is help these hungry ghosts be able to hear the Dharma, hear the Buddhist teachings, so that they're able to take refuge in the triple gem, which is the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, receive precepts, and be able to acquire right view. Remember, right view is part of Buddha's Noble Eightfold Path. When they're able to establish right view, remember that imagery I gave you of that river? Wrong view, almost, right? They're able to understand what they're doing wrong and able to then stop, abstain from any type of clinging, craving, bad deeds, etc. that they're doing so that they can get out of that realm. They can go ahead and be reborn in perhaps the human realm again, but this time 
more aligned towards realizing enlightenment. So hungry ghosts, as scary as hungry ghosts and the Prita or hungry ghost realm sounds, remember we are pitying these people. We want to show compassion to these particular people, these beings, so that they can become free as well, liberated just like we're trying to do. They're just in a much worse off state than us right now because of their inability to have right view and all this karmic debt, essentially, they have to burn off. But we can help them. And while we're helping them, we're also doing a practice that helps ourselves By being compassionate, we are building compassion inside us and loving kindness inside us, which is so central to Buddhist virtues and just being able to transform our mind away from the three fires of greed, anger, and delusion. But what about right now? So you may go, I'm not really worried about the hungry ghost realm right now, or even if it really exists, or these hungry ghosts. Well, we should be fearful regardless of whether these are an actual being or not, because as I mentioned, this could be a condition in a mental state that you're in right now. These realms of rebirth can happen right in our current existence. They are the Buddha's explanation of actions that we're taking and how we're perceiving things and how we're acting upon things, but they are also realms that we can be essentially born into for a very long time. We don't want that. As Buddhists, we want to, to the best of our ability, stay inside the human realm because this is the best realm, as I mentioned earlier, towards enlightenment because we're able to understand the Dharma. We're able to practice it. We're able to become enlightened and realize nirvana here. That's very hard to do in other realms, even including the quote-unquote heavenly realms, because it's going to be a little bit too easier there. Here is this right balance of essentially unsatisfactoriness and also the conditions that can lead us towards nirvana, liberation, escaping a cycle of rebirth. So whether it's a, you want to label it an unwholesome or a wholesome realm of rebirth, we don't want any of that. We want to end the cycle of rebirth. And for those in Mahayana, for example, we want to help all sentient beings, regardless of where they're at, which include these realms of rebirth. So you even see bodhisattvas, for example, that help different beings in different realms. And so there's even one that helps the hungry ghosts. So this is a very much a great way to practice compassion. And I would recommend also for a more beyond the practice right here for Buddhism, are you helping those who are hungry in this world right now? There's different ways to do that. You might first think off right off the bat, well, homeless people, yes, absolutely. Those who are faced a disaster or some other type of issue or natural disaster, whatever may have happened, that's a great way to do it as well. We would also want to help the Dharma. So the Buddhist teachings, a lot of times in the West, everyone assumes everything is quote-unquote free in Buddhism. It's not. The reason we have temples and monastics and literature and translations, all because people, laypersons like you and me, paid for it, donated to make sure that this happens, make sure that this scripture and teachings and everything else is there. So if you can, also think about 
well, can I donate to my temple? Can or do they create books and printings and stuff like that? So as we head towards Halloween, don't be afraid of these hungry ghosts around you, but we should be fearful of going into that realm or even that mental state because it is not what we want to do as Buddhists. We want to get rid of, put out the three fires of greed, anger, and delusion. And in my opinion, hungry ghosts are the embodiment of that. What do you think about hungry ghosts and this realm of rebirth? I would like to hear back from you. Thank you.